Welcome to the Ontario Outdoor Pursuit Podcast. We deliver a hunting podcast from Ontario, Canada. We'll give you season updates, harvest reports, and how we go from field to plate. We're going to even talk about our equipment setups and the gear we use. We're just a couple of fellows who understand that we don't know everything, but we put meat on the table every year. Sit back and enjoy our stories. What's up, everyone? Ontario Outdoor Pursuit back here. We have a special guest. Um, special I f- guest. I found him on the streets. Hello, my name is uh, Cheech. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good name. Well, welcome back. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, it's pretty busy for a little while. Yeah. It's usually pretty busy this time of year. This year. Last this year, year wasn't. Yeah. This year with work and Taking stuff. Taking three so. months off is not busy, so. Last year I, had, I was lucky enough to do that. Not this year, but it feels good to kind of just, uh, it's a weekend now, so. Yeah. Just hanging out, having some wine, had a charcuterie board. and Very good charcuterie. Yeah, it was good. I got to figure out how to spell charcuterie because I can't, but... I think there's a CH in it and that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As well. So, um, the last episode I did, uh, Lonesome, was in... Did you shed my... a tear without me? No. <laughs> Don't no. lie to yourself. I said I found you on the streets. I'm like, taking you in right Don't now. even lie to yourself. I'm doing you a favor. <laughs> so, it was my 2019 in review and um, I kind of want to talk about your 2019 in review and we'll get into some of uh, some 2020 stuff that we may be enduring this year so why don't you start us off i started us off with uh, ata last year because it was kind of relevant mm-hmm. to right now but um uh you got out for turkeys last year as well so uh 29 2019 recap it was good <laughs> okay great okay we will uh we'll see you guys next week on <laughs> ontario outdoor pursuit what, you miss me um <laughs> something like that yeah no seriously i mean i started off with uh spring turkey first gobbler and awesome awesome bird put me on the bo- board pretty good with the boys yeah um really cool experience just being able to you know have someone there and so I did the blind um, and uh, decoy setup for turkeys, but you did the running gun this yeah, year. Yeah, I did a full spawn stock. And you're gonna go oh, ahead and do that again next year. I'm probably gonna try this, it again year, this year. Yeah, it, it's just it's so cool, man. Like, just uh, I get kind of like don't get me wrong. When you're sitting there and an animal comes up to you, I mean, I love that about goose and duck hunting and deer hunting. When you're in a tree stand and that deer finally comes up to you, it's like super exciting. But my issue is that like. When I'm turkey hunting, I hate sitting there for hours and hours. You don't see anything. You hear gobbles. You, you know, you can usually hear the fly down, um, but you don't necessarily see them on every hunt. When they come in, it's super exciting. But I like on the running gun aspect. You can get to them. Like, right. You know, if you can hear them, okay, make it out there. And now, now that you see them, get closer. I just that part always interested me. So and I, your hunt, it was like half an hour, forty minutes. minutes. Yeah. 20 minutes from when I threw the gear on and got uh, to the bush. Will you try the decoy, like, kind of interaction type hunt? Or? I don't know. I've tried that for three, four years. I could never pull it off. And it's just not working. I just don't know enough about turkey language and stuff. It's not like right. goose where I can kind of, I put enough time into, like, yeah. knowing what certain calls are and yeah. practicing with it. Turkey, I can make, you know, I can make calls that sound decent, but I don't really know what they mean. Right. I don't know how to speak the language. Yep. No, that, so. that makes sense. Um, so I think that has to play a role in there and like with decoy setups, I'm like, okay, there's a Jake and a hen. 
why isn't this working? <laughs> um, they, so, they, they're just supposed to fornicate, and that's it. Well, like, I got a Jake, and you think it would piss off a Tom, but that's not how it works. So It does. Well, clearly not. It's been three years, <laughs> bud. So after turkeys, your successful turkeys, where did you lead into after that? Uh, I guess I would have gone to the, uh, what was that called? Bear hunt. Don't no, total archer challenge. We went bear hunting. Oh yeah, that was before. Okay. Yeah, that was our. I talked a little on our unsuccessful hunt, but yeah, uh, rather interesting. That was a good time. We I did guess. see yeah. a lot. We did see a lot of bears this year. There. It was at, at night. night. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and at another property. Yeah. Right. We didn't really see much going on. Oh wait, no. Was that the, the first day. year when we? That was when we seen a lot of bears. Yeah. We yeah. Then that was first year. Nothing at bad. the property this year. My bad. Um, did we do fishing this year up there? Uh, nope, we didn't do no. fishing. Right. That, that was the year before. That was a good okay, year before. 2018 year, yeah. was pretty hot for that area. Yeah, 2018 was fun for that. No, I remember that. But one. after that, yeah, it was really like bear season, unsuccessful, got into archery season, and that was, um, yeah, you went to Total Archery yeah. Challenge. So what was that like? It was cool. Just like, it's so different from, it's completely different from any of the local tournaments. And, you know, if you do it, the minor local tournaments like Woodstock, has one london has one and chatham has one but there's basically one almost everywhere at least once Mm -hmm. and they're fun because you walk around you know it's a good time but the total archer challenge you start off by getting on a ski lift going to the top of the mountain and then walking your way up and down for the courses and the the shots are way more steep way longer distances right than anything i've seen locals like i remember there's ones that one of the shots was like 108 yards Almost on a 45-degree slope. Like, right. it was just crazy. So cool. So much fun. Um, added challenge. You can do downward slopes and upward slopes in real life, but you're not get, usually most people aren't doing the endurance aspect where, you know, you're getting tired, and it all, it all plays into what you do. So I, I thought it was cool. I liked it. Um, kind of just felt good to be active again and get away. And it's kind of cool doing it not only out of your province but out of your country. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a good time. So are you going to try and get out? This year with that, like, I know you're going to have to dust the cobwebs off of your boat, but <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's, uh, I think it's debatable. Like I, with this year, I got some expenses coming up, Yeah, but I think, uh, I'll probably try to manage to get one in. Yeah. So it just depends where everyone's at. I wouldn't go by myself. It's got to be a social thing with the boys for me. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not against it at all. So you're doing a little more adulting this year? I think so. Unfortunately, yeah. fortunately and unfortunately. Yeah. So. No, they, they had their hit ups and downs. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's not bad. Are you going to go to one this year, you think? Uh, I was hoping to, but then just realized that I have uh, a formula race that I'm attending the same weekend that the Boyne Mountain, which is Michigan. Yeah. During that same weekend, so I won't be attending that one for sure, but... I'd like to plan for one in a few years, go to like... uh, I was checking out the Utah one and the Colorado one. Which one's Big Sky? Is that Utah? Big Sky, Montana. Montana, right. Yeah, so that's that would one. be awesome. Like, those three, they're pretty well in, like, the the northwestern sector, like, yeah. of us and of the states, I guess. And it's pretty – they're pretty cool. Like, those are the some terrain. serious mountains. Oh, yeah. It's not, like, a joke terrain, man. Yeah. I think those are the ones that uh, Dudley and Sitka yep. have, like, their, their correlation Yeah, Big with. Sky was the one he did last yeah. year. So those are the ones I'm really interested in. I'd like to, like – so I was mapping it out the other day and it's like a day drive. Like the best route would be to fly there obviously, but it's not going to yeah. happen this year. I'm no, definitely I'm looking into, um, I'm not going to do a moose hunt this year, but it could be potentially an archery elk hunt. It's nice. either this year or next. So yeah. 
Or would I you? Really are you going to do it by yourself, or are you going to do guided? Or? I think it's going to be a guided hunt. I, I said to man, like for your first one, you might as well. Yeah, for your first hunt, definitely get the the no twos and the how twos, because yeah. I, you know, I I don't know anything going into it, right? Yeah, I it, research whitetails and turkeys, and yeah. that's my bread and butter. Exactly, and I think you can get. It. I think everyone locally, you know, anyone who lives in the area can get into a deer hunt easily. Yeah, they can get into a waterfowl hunt easily. It's just. Even moose, we got them in our province. We don't have them here, here, but yeah. you can get into stuff we have. But, like, it's like if you said, hey, um, you know, big ram, like bighorn sheep, mm-hmm. I wouldn't know the first thing about it. Yeah, no. I'd rather do a guided one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I got to find the right the right outfit. Um, you know, I, I want there just to be a lot of connection between me and the outfitter, like, doing yeah. it for the same kind of reasons, right? Like, you know, you're going to pay probably several thousand dollars for something like that. And I got to have a good connection with someone that I'm doing it with. I'm not handing over a chunk of money to be. What scares for a guided still man is like the guarantee. Like what mm-hmm. if you do pay, you know, I don't know, eight grand isn't unreasonable. So what I've heard in research so far is that on the, the scale of like up to five grand is a non-guarantee hunt. Mm. On from five grand to ten grand is a guaranteed hunt with a money return. With a money return, right? Mm. So okay, if, you, my... if you're not successful, then you get some money back, if not all. I don't know. I guess that would depend on the outfitter and guide. But yeah, I feel like that's something you're gonna have to ask prior to going. And you know, we have always talked about not doing guided hunts. And what I've kind of learned to overcome is that I'm not paying to go put something on the wall. Right. I'm. You know, I'm going after something that's of 500 plus pounds. Yep. One, I'm going to be stocking the freezer if it's guaranteed. Yeah. And two, I'm paying for that knowledge. I don't know a lick about it. Yeah. Certainly going to it, I would study it. Yep. But not going to it, that's what I feel you're paying for. Maybe that's what I'm just yeah. trying to process I, in my head. If I'm out of province, man, I'm going to do a guided hunt. Like, yeah. on a species we don't have in this province for mm-hmm. me. Like, we don't have elk here. We don't have... Yeah. I wouldn't do a guided moose hunt. We can moose hunt wherever we want. No. It only costs us 400 bucks each. I mean, we have elk here, but... But the chances of hunting yeah. and a tag and stuff? Our, our I guess, lottery yeah. for that is absurd. Yeah. If I, were for whatever reason, drew an archery <clears throat> or a rifle bull elk tag in Ontario, I don't think I'd do a guided in Ontario. Mm-hmm. When you're going that far away, though, you got to up your, like... It's d- different land. Like, yeah, you got to up up your chances of getting a fill in that freezer. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of money and a lot at stake, so you want everything in your best odds. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So after that, I guess for me it would have been obviously the start of waterfowl season. I don't think I did anything much after that archery tournament. So start of waterfowl season been a great year. I don't, I've been talking about it all season, so I'm not going to go crazy about it. But, no, let's hear it. This is this um, is your bread and butter. Like I'm I trying basic- to think like back to. Band wise, I think we might have finished up somewhere around twenty bands this year. Like so, another decent one. I had touched on like the crop that was kind of really standing. Right, wasn't really in our favor prior to the wedding. Right. Then we had wedding and moose camp. Did you get out much before that? Before moose camp? Yeah. Uh, well, Be- I did the the Bruce Peninsula trip opening weekend. Right, and how was that in relation to last year? Uh, it was a little slower than last year. Last year we finished with seventy one in the t- three days. Right. This year we finished with I think it was like forty nine. I said mm-hmm. it was right around right around fifty. Um, forty fifty guaranteed. Then so I mean it's a little slower than last year, but last year we did a lot more scouting up there. 
we did the number of geese we saw was a lot more last year. Right. And I'm not saying the population's down or anything. I'm just saying in that specific area where we hunted last year, there was more visible geese at that time of year. Like, there's a lot of factors that go into that statement, but it was still a great time. It was still awesome seeing people. You know, there's people that I only see maybe two or three times a year and up there, and great running into them, having drinks at night, and it's just a good time. But as far as goose goes up there, it was, it's a great hunt. Mm-hmm. Just a you know, great time to get away, and yeah. I enjoy it up there, and then so that was that that was pre wedding, and then we did moose camp. That was uh, you know I had said unsuccessful, but you learned like, a lot. You learn a lot every lot. time. Every time you go, you learn something new. And I don't know. It was. Uh, I mean, you're gonna get after it maybe this year for with rifle. Yeah, I'm. I'm going for rifle this year, hundred percent. And it's one of those ones up there where. Well, you you've seen if mm-hmm. one of us had, if all of us had rifles up there this year and last year, yeah, it's just game changer. Like it's that distance between 150 yards, you can just not. I can <laughs> I can comfortably with archery gear. I get to that 90. Yeah. After that, I just don't know how to do it properly. And yeah. like I'm always in the worst situations. Like I was basically beside a gravel road, and it's like okay, well, I'm on one side of the gravel road. He's on the other. Obviously, I can't shoot across a gravel road. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I got to get to his side of the gravel road. Yeah. There's nothing in between me and he, there's no trees to cover behind. Yeah. I'll just wait till he's not looking. Got busted. Yeah. Whatever blur he sees going across the road, he's out of there. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying that happens always like that, but I mean, that was this year's situation. But with a rifle up there, yeah. Realistically, maybe 90% chance of filling mm-hmm. both tags. I'd say there's like a 98% of filling one tag. Well, your old group that I think you'll be going yep. back with is, um, they're successful every year. They've been, yeah, they filled one tag to two tags every year for the last 33 years mm-hmm. now. It's just. And Sue and Fred were successful again this year, and yeah. I think they're on their 10th or 15th year. Or yeah, something our crazy other there. buddies that we know, they're, they're close to that area, right? Yeah. And they they do the exact same thing. Yeah. So it's a great area. Yeah. Like you see stuff oh, everywhere. It is. All the tracks, all the scat, everything. One thing I find a lot harder, and uh, you see that for, for anyone that follows along like big names, when, when someone's out there and they're on an archery hunt for be it caribou, moose, elk, one thing I find is that their their glassing points are from a few thousand feet of elevation. We don't get that up there where we are. We're flat. Yeah. Like this earth is flat. Yeah, there's there's not much for elevation change where we are. Um, there are some cool points where you're like, oh, yeah. that's crazy. But in those crazy elevation changes, I find up there, it's such dense bush. Mm-hmm. It's not like open country where you yeah. can glass. It's like, how are you supposed to glass through the thickest trees you've ever seen? And it's not just one tree, right? Yeah. It's like tree, 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 tree. The whole hillside is treetops yeah at any given point like you the back of uh the one cut you'd probably say maybe 200 yards is what you could glass for right we're talking d cut yeah yeah yeah. before like you know if you're on one of these guys open country hunts cam haynes he's probably glassing five thousand five hundred to a thousand yards right like we're not we we don't have yards. yeah i'd say really we can't even pick up a blob that far away like no 200 yards is our any given distance and we're just yeah. kind of sitting and there. When you and when you get in the bu- into the thick parts of the bush where we are, like once you get into it, it's like 50 yards. Yeah. And by then, you know, if you're walking around, even trying to be careful, I have a chance moose is going to be out of there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so how was your late season waterfowl? Uh, 
after so after I guess post uh, moose was started picking up for us once migration came down and that's when we started slamming a lot of birds this year versus last year like we did pretty decent for goose we did okay we crushed the ducks this year though like we had some really good duck limit days out there a lot of bands for ducks and just the quantity of ducks that we saw and shot was unreal this year the goose was like oh you know what we still had some really good years we didn't put in a goose limit this year which well i shouldn't say that we didn't put like a five guy goose limit in this year we you know we'd have hunts where we get 19 geese or something or you get a couple three though yeah it's like 15 geese yeah. here and there a two-man limit like two mm-hmm. guys go out and 10 sure but like not like last year when you're banging them all up yeah but i don't know we could have we just didn't see the crazy feeds we did this year where yeah but the ducks i it was awesome it was just absolutely filthy this year it was cool just to you know to try new things this year like we first time running a frame was this year yeah um live and learn you learn we learned a lot of things about that uh your top is really open so we took like um corn stalks we take five or six of them and zip tie with black zip ties and then you'd take like i don't know eight of those bundles and you lay them horizontally across the a-frame opening Mm -hmm. you can actually hide a lot better than what you like you from the top of those A-frames, just a black square. You could see right down into it. Right. So that was a cool little learning thing for us to actually cover the top. And then when you stand up, those corn stalks just fall off you. So that was that was interesting to see that. And mm. I got my new blind out this year, which I was excited for. Yep. Um, upgraded that. And How did you guys do with, like, the last – I know you guys were going at it the last two weeks of right, our so, season. So how would that go, like, leading um, into January? Yeah, so we got a 20 – like 20 ducks on, uh, I guess it would have been, not this weekend, the weekend prior. Mm-hmm. So did that, and it was, you know, really great hunt. It was a little bit rainy, uh, really mucky. So it was kind of tough getting out there and out of, into it and out of there. But once we got into it, it was, you know, we lived and we learned, and it's a good time. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just been a great year for ducks for us. And in general, great year for waterfowl. Not the best goose year we've had. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, uh, you know, kind of sad that the season's over now, but. Um, that just means next season's coming quicker now. Yeah. So, yeah. So what are you looking for in 2020? Uh, trying out my Sitka gear that I just yeah. got because it's the most comfortable thing I've ever put on. Yeah. So I just got some base layer Sitka stuff for the holidays and, um, don't own any Sitka prior to that. So pretty excited. Most exciting. I'm probably going to be early season goose. It's just a cool trip that I, you know, we've kind of done for a few years now in a row and mm-hmm. never have ever regretted always look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, having moose meat in the freezer this year will be yeah. really exciting <laughs> for that. And um, if I had to pick one more thing. It can be anything yeah, throughout yeah. 2020. Like, but hunting related, obviously. Hunting related, it can be uh, like going to some sort of convention. It can be going right. to an archery festival. It can be anything. Yeah. Um, what is it? Something that just like it's every year. It's different, but it's like, frick! I look, really look forward to that. Definitely opener for goose. Like I said, going yeah. out there that trip, hundred percent, no questions asked. Uh, moose hunt something I look forward to every single year. Just cool little getaway. I yeah. like being off the grid, no civilization. Um, maybe this year would be turkey. Maybe yeah. See, getting my first turkey, I'd like to see how it goes next year yeah it's probably the top of three yeah like waterfowl season is such a long hunt i know there's gonna be some really cool random hunts that are gonna come up like 
hey, we're going to drive up to, you know, two hours away and whatever. Yeah. Someone has a hot field. Okay, cool. Um, but I think those would be my hot three. Nice. You? Top three hunt slash hunt activities for 2020. Honestly, um... I know you don't have 2020 vision, but... <clears throat> crickets. Didn't. <laughs> um, honestly, I think it's, uh... I'm looking forward to Turkey, like and I had mentioned. And uh, is that your number one? Like that is the one. No, no. It wouldn't be my number one, but it, it's probably like with Gruff, hundred percent. He's Turkey. Yeah. Wait, 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 finish this, and then I have a good question for you after. So I would say Turkey's number two. Okay. You don't um, have to do it in order. Just no, no. Top three. Yeah, definitely Turkey is up there. I said I probably wouldn't do another bow Turkey. Okay. Not anytime soon, but thinking back to it, like just how it kind of played out, like. You know, I, I harvested my turkey this year, and then, it, like, everything just kind of went on like normal. Everything got a little jumpy, and then they all just went back to feeding. Like, my turkey got beat the shit out of. Like, it was pretty cool to see how they all kind of reacted once my turkey had dropped. Right. So, I'd, I, I'm probably going to do – I'm going to do that again. Um, I want to try a different arrow setup. I'm going to have a different bow setup this year, so that's exciting. Would you try like a turkey specific broadhead? Yes, and that's mm-hmm. what I would really like to try this year. I think that was a big that would make a big difference. Yeah. Um, so I got a few options lined up for that, and then honestly, I want to say like I had uh, I had a lot more fun this year with waterfowl. Mm-hmm. I was really trying to pay attention to how you guys work, right? And it's because it's something I know nothing on. That's what really intrigues me. So yeah. I think next year, um, like I said, we were talking a little earlier about decoys. Um, I want to get like a dozen decoys, at least for myself. Nice. Um, and go do some solo hunts yeah. and try that, see how successful, unsuccessful I am at that. Because that, w- that was a lot of fun. Like I, I, this year I had really learned that I miss shooting my guns. Yes. And that's one I thing I jumped out as, as like I haven't shot my big rifle in a little while. It's probably I know, been me two too. Years two now. years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I miss it big time. So I'd love to get out and do some of that. And what else? Let's, Honestly, probably a lot more three D for me this okay. year. Three D archery. Looking forward to three D season. Yeah. Okay, so um, so this week was my birthday. Not to throw a little pitch line for myself, but no the, one's uh, wishing you a happy birthday. Both. <laughs> Okay. Um, so anyways, we had some, you know, we were, had a few drinks and we were in pretty decent talks with the boys and we had said, you know, if for whatever reason someone came down or someone could limit this, you had to pick, um, one activity. Now I, for between you and I, I definitely know what that activity would be hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only do one activity for the rest of your life. Obviously I assume you're going to pick hunting. Right. If you do pick hunting, you can only pick either one. If you pick one species, it can only be with one thing. Like, example, if you pick um, deer, yeah, and you your favorite's deer muzzleloader, you can't bow hunt. You can't rifle hunt. Just muzzleloader, right? Or crossbow or bow, whatever. Um, you know, if you're a waterfowl hunter, you got to pick either a goose or a duck. You got to pick something very specific. And that's your hobby. You can only do for the rest of your life. Nothing else. What would it be? Oh, I, I have a feeling, but I, you know, question. I would honestly have to say it's probably, um, because I like the North so much, it's probably archery bear hunting. 
Right. So you're not allowed to turkey hunt anymore. Nope. None, nothing. Eh? Nope. Archery bear hunting. Archery bear hunting. Or if I could just change it up real quick to muzzleloader bear hunting because I've never okay. got one with muzzleloader and okay. it's probably my second favorite firearm that I, I see have. Yeah. Like you would pick archery, but you're also saying. Yeah. yeah I get that. That's Either cool. one of those. I think there's. Um, so uh, you're going to be doing muzzleloader bear this year then? I, I would love to. I, On that I, note. I don't know how that's going to work out. There's yeah. a few things I got to. Uh, That'd be dope if we went up with muzzleloaders. Yeah. I would do it. It, it, there's going to be a lot of difference this year. And I think for the past little while, it's almost like not something to prove, but um, archery has been something that is so, what's the word I'm looking for? It's so difficult, but something more than that. Like there's a lot more to it than just it being hard. Right. So, and what like I'm it's after. It's a lot more complicated than. It, it is. And what I'm after is. A harvest. I'm after filling the freezer. Um, you know, I, I would say that I'm probably more interested in having a night of cachuterie boards and wine and elk yeah. and moose and bear than I am. There's there's tons of stories to be said about the antlers on the wall. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I feel like I do differ a little bit from the people that are, you know, really interested in just putting antlers on the wall. Yeah. I love I love dinner conversation. Yeah. I love entertaining, and I think one way of doing that is filling the freezer. Yeah, as much I would answer. I know what I would answer, but it, it's a tough one, honestly. If it was like, and I'm not gonna say this is a tough one for every single like I any day of the week, I would rather take the meat than the antlers. Right. Like if I had to choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. But if you you know if you shot the biggest deer or the biggest elk in the world, um, and you could only take the meat or the antlers, I think that I'd have a more difficult time. But I would still pick the meat. I would. Like, okay, fine. Like, I'll, I'll take a photo or whatever. Yeah. But I'll leave the antlers behind. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you take the antlers on that class of deer or would you rather take the meat? I know it's it's a tough question because, like... It is very it, tough. It's That's an accomplishment. Yeah. 100% get an animal that old, that big. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, like, you know, for people that are, that are saying, you know, we hunt for the meat mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, You got to take the meat, but at the same time, you know what I mean? It's... We're talking about a caliber of animal. Yeah, I guess it would, uh, yeah, depend. I don't know. I, in that sense, like depending where I was at some point, your meat's going to run out in that yep. sense. I would say that if there's one thing that I could have from that to remember it, yeah, I would probably say I would have to take the antler fair. I think I'd take like, if I can, if it was an option photo and the meat. Yeah. I want a photo. Yeah. I want proof that yeah. I did it. But, uh, if they're like, there's something when I go up to a buck on the, that I got on the wall or a turkey, like, yeah, it's I could tell you how it, I can't remember shit yeah. that went on last week or, you know, what my but, wife asked me to do. Yeah, I can tell you how those 45 minutes of watching that deer come in went. Absolutely. Yeah. The, you know, second for second, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, I don't know. That's a really that's a tough, tough one. one. That's really tough. I heard Steven Renella say that once. And I was like, <sighs> like if he said, if, if, if you believe in God and God came down, if you don't, whatever. But if yeah. there was God and he came down and said, you can take the meat or you can take the antlers, yeah. what would you pick? Man, that is really tough. Ronella was like meat all the way. But I mean, that being said, Ronella has some wicked animals on his wall yeah. already. I don't have any. It's just the connection I have. Class. Like I'm always, like you said, you know, mooses always were building on the group, right? Like yeah. that you go with the guys, it's the stories and everything else. Yeah. Like just the shit weather we get all the time. Like it's that's the, the stuff you remember. Yeah. The no phone. Like you can't text yeah. people. Don't can be really distracted. Like what are you doing? Oh, just on Instagram. Like, so if all I had was the meat and you know, after a year, because we eat so much wild game in this house, yep. it's gone. Right. 
I, I don't know that I would be okay. I would never get over the fact that I don't have anything else to remember I know, this by. But the th- same thing, right? Like you take the antler. How are you supposed to live? Be like, I just killed and that animal thing. Yep. just for that antler, right? Like it's, That I could not do. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a hard thing, man. That is very tough. I, I would need to be put in this situation in order to just make shoot decision. me. Just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm staying with the animal. Just shoot me in the head. I don't yeah. really know. That, that's a really good one. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. It was a good pick. So, yeah, 2020 will be certainly interesting. Uh, we didn't attend ATA this year. No, hopefully next year we can. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's my hopes as well. And, um, I don't know. I'm looking to get out and shoot my guns a lot more this year. I definitely, uh, meat eater is, is getting to me. Like the show? Wanna, yeah. I just yeah. want to shoot my guns. I'm probably going to bug you to watch an episode upstairs after. Yeah. There's... It's so good. Did yeah. you see the new season? It? Yeah. Good. Definitely. New season on Netflix. I'm sure but everyone knows, but meat eaters are great. And I did show. get his other book this year. Um, Which the one? New one? His new wild game cookbook. Nice. Yeah. So good. I got that. Yeah. I was uh, going to say, I'm actually excited for some cooking stuff. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. To do sausage for like probably within the next month, I'll be yeah. doing wild game sausage and um, whatever else, jerky, prop, maybe a little bit of pepperettes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited for some cooking stuff. I got some new recipes I've been loving. Like, I well, and you got me that venison cookbook, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, there isn't a whole heck of a lot of venison to be cooked up this year. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it, it's cool to even but, substitute it, right? Like, yeah, I, I enjoyed that moose stroganoff that I tried, that was amazing. Um, Super cool, just trying new recipes. Mm-hmm. I like expanding with my. As I get older, the more cooking I do, like yeah, not hunting related because there's no real meat in it, but like French onion soup from scratch, game changer. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I love just seeing new, like, new recipes I can make that relate to hunting, especially. Mm-hmm. I think those are awesome. Um, like this year, there's a wild turkey breakfast sausage that i've been looking at that sounds amazing already yeah well it's like maple syrup cinnamon chunks of ground apple and then or sorry not chunks of ground apple like you you basically grind up apple until it's like a thick puree right put that in it's all blended together and like it's supposed to be like a nice sweet um mapley breakfast sausage that'd be amazing yeah, Steve Rinello, I think, came out with that recipe. He was talking about it, so I want to really try that. There's so just... 100% this year, me and you, we're getting out for turkeys. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay. Right, would you get two tags, or would you only get one? Uh, if I filled my first one, I would buy a second one. Would you? Yeah. yeah. This year, like, literally, I filled I... one, and I was like, "Yeah, well, I got a turkey. Like, cool. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Done. I know. There's a bet we all do. It's like your first turkey you shoot gets scored mm-hmm. and then the highest score gets I forget what the prizes but they get something yeah um, but it doesn't matter if your first, second bird is like the biggest in the world it's only your first turkey that counts yeah. so it's kind of cool to I like those little contests those little you know just a little fun with everyone yeah yeah, yeah. that'll be good I'm I'm looking forward to it 2019 like I said was a whole other um, you know, kind of realm of meeting new people. I think ATA show was cool. It, it had to do cool, a lot with it. Sweet sure. experience. Just meeting um, some of those people. Just the guys from Hunter's Blend Coffee. Just meeting that. Like, not that they're the only ones we met there, yeah. but super great meeting them at the show. And I think, you know, from how much coffee we talk about and how much mm-hmm. people message us for that coffee, it's, it kind of shows that they're, it's great blend yeah. coffee and it's great guys. And they're it's really happy to meet them. And, and the stories we have with him between all year long. Yeah. Right. Like just messaging messages, each other. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? You know, yeah. Whatever. Um, and that being said, too, with all of her. Do you get a new bouquets? Uh, it's been there a while. Oh, that's the that Target cool. bouquet. Sorry, I thought that was a Christmas present. Um, <laughs> no. 
I, uh, there's other people at the show that we met and it's just, it was such, it's such a cool experience when there's hundreds and hundreds of people there. Yeah. Like, I don't know, is there a thousand people at the ATA show? Probably? Oh, jeez. Right? That, uh, more than that. More than sure. that. It's right. gotta be. Right, right, Okay, good. I didn't want to exaggerate, but I'm thinking it's gotta be around there mm-hmm. over. Um, it's just, everyone's got the same goal in mind. They're there mm-hmm. for archery and bow hunting and yeah. they're, you know, everyone's happy. They're like, oh, this is so cool. I'm sad, but I'm also happy it's not open to the public. Right. I'm sad because I can't go. Yeah. But if it was open to the public, man, there'd be so many people that go there. You wouldn't get the same interaction. There's no, inter- yeah, it's, it's just not the same. It's like the Toronto Sportsman Show. Mm-hmm. There's people that go there and, you know, they just want to walk around and look at things. Okay, yeah. that's cool, but it doesn't progress anywhere. Like, yeah. They're not buying product. They're not interacting with the vendors. They just want to look. And then you get a crowded room with extra hundreds and hundreds of people. So, yeah. Um, and I like I am kind of happy it's closed. However, because it's closed, it meant meant we couldn't go this year. I know. So. Um, another cool one, and I forgot to mention it last uh, episode, but one that had kind of gone on all throughout 2019 was aim size performance. Yes. Awesome supplements, and I used them all year long. Man, getting back off. into the gym, I love them again. Yeah, like. It, it was great to kind of uh, try it out and, you know, I mean, now we're not really, now we're not hunting. So going back to the gym, you can kind of see what works and what doesn't. And, you know, in the very near future, there's going to be a follow-up cast on yeah. how that went. And that 100%. was one that I really enjoyed this yeah. year. Uh, Iron Will, meeting them, getting their hands on their products. Yep. Sweet-ass broadheads, yep. man. Super cool fix have broadheads. I like them a lot. Yep, interested in a lot more this year with Afflictor. Yep. That's going to be cool. They make cool product too? They're going to be uh, on my top, especially for uh, turkey. So with turkey, you got the guillotine heads, right, that you can right. put on your arrows. So what I want to try is one of their uh, expandables right. on a turkey yep. for the sever. I think that would be totally cool. Just a regular, sever? Yeah, just to sever the head right off. Oh, I thought you meant like sever broadheads. No. Okay, I was like, that's no. a different brand, man. No. <laughs> No, but I, we'll I think that would be that so cool. Like, use just your, um, you know, a standard expandable broadhead as opposed to the guillotine, and try it out. Okay, wait, wait, wait. but theirs aren't like a standard expandable. No, they're like, not standard. Look at like Spitfire, like NAP Spitfires or Rage broadheads. They deploy in very basic ways. Yeah, that broadhead does not deploy like a normal broadhead. Right, it's very, very different. Mm-hmm. Very different. I'm yeah. not gonna. I want you guys to actually see what I'm looking at and go look at it yourself. Like I don't want to just be like, oh, this is what they do, and you'll be like, okay, cool, and you forget about it. But go look at a Flicker Broadheads mechanicals and how they actually open up. Yeah. Very different. Very that cool. I like how they fly. So it'd be cool. I'm. Uh, I, I'm. I'm just a little sad that I can't go hunting right now. <laughs> yeah, man. I I feel you. I can't even go ice fishing. There's no cold weather. There's no frozen. I'm excited light. for ice fishing. But like, what am I supposed to do here? <laughs> And regular fishing. The yeah. boat's away. Like, I might as well go get the boat back Boys out right are all now. excited for snowmobiling. Have fun with that, boys. <laughs> if you go fast enough, you might go across the lake. <laughs> yeah. Don't slow down in the water. No shit. Yeah. So, anyways, I'm happy with that for a total recap. And yeah. Good. I uh, I look forward to what 2020 brings for us. Yeah. Hopefully, some good stuff. And, you know, it's getting crazier. As we get older and more adulty, it's harder to find all the time in the world. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we make work. And yeah, absolutely. Until next time, we're going to have some special guests uh, in the next couple weeks and a couple months. There will be quite a few guests 
and one coming up in the next week. Yep. So I'll, I'll save that for the date that we do that, but it's going to be an awesome time of grilling and chilling and just podcasting, doing what we like to do, sharing stories and Heck yeah. shooting the shit. So Fuck. until next time, thank you for being here, my homeless friend. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have that money you promised me now? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey, dude, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you come sit down and talk. Okay, man. <laughs> okay, I'll be right there. See, si, senor. Okay, guys, we'll check you out next week. Thanks for listening. Uh-huh.